Hey Internet, this is Random Encounter Gaming. Uh, it's October, the the Halloween spooky time of the year. Spooky scary. Spooky ah, scary. Ah, or ah, or, ah, or, ah, or ah. spooky. Spooky. Spooky is like 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 not scary. It's like <laughs> scary so much that you're shitting yourself. <laughs> oh my god, this is so spooky. You think you're actually thinking of butt pulp. Uh, brought to you by Chipotle. <laughs> No, um, no, Spoopy's like, we're like, it's just, it's silly and goofy, it's not. Is, is this a real thing? Yeah. You just make this up just now. No. I don't believe you. Yeah. Google it. I'm going to. While he does that, we will uh, be talking today. On the newest episode of podcast ever. Yes. yes. About, about. Our top five favorite spooky scary games. Horror games. But no. Scary. Scary games. Not horror games. Not horror genre. Yeah, scary we don't want people to be expecting us to say Silent Hill 1 through 10, the end. You know what I mean? Like, oh my god, it can be spooky scary, but not necessarily survival horror is all we're saying. Uh, survival horror, okay. Yeah, it's like, not survival horror, but yeah. spooky scary. Yeah. Okay. I got you. I'm really looking forward to your list because I know one of the games. Yeah. Hopefully look the name of it. I hope we don't just tell people, like, it's that one game. He was right. It's real. It's spooky. It's... Not spooky. Spiders. What? No, it was read the read the know your meme thing. Oh, it's a meme. Yeah, okay. Spoopy. Spoopy. That really sounds like one of those things that's like accidental. Like one of those things that's not real but became real. Kind of like leak speak. It was literally just people being yeah. bad at typing really quickly and they were just like, uh, uh, you just got pwned. No, then, that's not a real thing. It's you spelled owned wrong. Well, hey, Josh. The Big Bang Theory didn't help. Hey, Josh. Yeah. Hey, what what spooky games do you like that are spooky, but not horror, and not spooky? See, I like horror games, but the problem is I have trouble saying the word horror, first of all. Horror. 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 I have trouble saying the word horror. Try Hari Kari. No, that that was not a it's, it, it's curry. suicide. It's curry with hair in it. Okay. Harry Kiri. And then the next Harry thing... <laughs> Harry Carey! So, hey, give me some Harry Carey over here! Good. Hey! Uh, other than not being good at saying the word harar, I also just... <laughs> I don't... And I've talked about this before. I, I, I want to get immersed in a scary... Spooky, scary world. But, Mike, we talked about this earlier, actually, too. Mm. When the gameplay mechanics are, like, a part of it. Yeah. That's fine. And something, I guess I'm just going to come out and say it. Because I only have one example. I really want to sit down and just play all the Resident Evil so bad. But I'm actually reviewing uh, Code Veronica this month. Anyway, it's so f hard for me to commit to it when I know if I don't find an ink rib and I can't save my game, and do I save it now? Because, you know, just having a consumable save, that's pretty much, pretty much it. But yeah, like, just stuff like that. I like being scared, but I don't like having to redo two hours of game. You don't like really difficult survival horror games? If it's difficult game, like The Evil Within. That yeah. was really fun. I think that actually is a good same thing. Anyway, yeah. Kind of like you with stealth. Like, you like the rest of the game, you just like that one little part about it. But yeah, so, um, I think we should start with our honorable mention. Okay. And then, and then we go down. So my honorable mention was uh, Silent Hills, the playable teaser trailer from um, Kojima, Norman Reedus, and Guillermo del Toro. You know, like, what would have been one of the best horror games ever. Because, <laughs> like, I mean, holy shit. Like, it's just seeing that trailer, playing it, just everything about that. I don't know how Konami released that, and then turned around and went back to their focus group and went, ah, fire Kojima, 
Tell Guillermo del Toro to go away. And <laughs> tell Norman Reedus we're not going to work with him. I don't know how they... It doesn't make any it doesn't sense. Make, it, every, everybody was like, I want that game. It's because everyone thought that PT was physical training. And they were like, I didn't test. I don't want that. <laughs> like, I don't want to go run for hours. I'm here to play games. Yeah. Yeah. PT, uh, my friend who got an injury in high school that was a jock is doing PT. <laughs> Fuck that guy. What's PT stand for? Fart tarts? <laughs> yeah. Fart tarts. <laughs> I don't know how to spell properly. <laughs> Why do I use the PH rather than the F? I got hit in the head a lot in football. But yeah, um... <laughs> And that's no joke. Oh, sad. We read an article about that. The emotional part of the brain gets damaged a lot, and that's why football players end up just beating their spouse. Yeah, they're they're no longer able to empathize as well. They can't like you're serious. Yeah. Yeah. They get hit a lot. Well, that's why. Like, think about um, what's his name? Who just passed away? Um, Muhammad Ali. Yeah. If you listen to conversations from him like years ago to now, well, didn't he? Oh, have, yeah. The, he actually had like actual brain damage. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Like I explicit brain okay, damage. Yeah, like a disease. Too. I didn't yeah. know that. I think didn't he have a stroke? Hold on. I thought he had like Parkinson's. Well, no, no, I feel that. Wait, I thought, guys, I thought let's ask Google. Before we just speculate on <laughs> why was Muhammad Ali fucked up? <laughs> wow. Pretend I didn't hear that. Yeah, that's <laughs> go to hell, Siri. It's <laughs> probably for the Sorry, Angel, but Humperdinck just trying to help. Well, you're no help at all. Who the fuck do you think I'm talking to? Well, I never. Yeah, you never listen, you dumb bitch. Wow. I'm doing my best. Speaking of emotional your best sucks. damage in your head and not being able to empathize with <laughs> 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 I might play a lot of football. <laughs> <laughs> I might play a lot of football. Wow. I might get to the fist fights with his phones. <laughs> you no, might hear that, but that it's was... a It's a robot. I can mistreat her as much as I want. So where it all starts. <laughs> making that to, like, let's make slot machine games and fire Kojima. Yeah, but yeah. who gets more money? That'd be like if a gigantic, like, even more popular than normal Mario game was announced. And they were like, oh, fire Miyamoto? Like, that just made no sense at all. But yeah, so that's my mention because it'd probably be, like, number two or three if it had actually come out. Like, oh my god. Like, that was amazing. The PS3s, and, uh, I don't think the 4 was out yet? I don't know. PS3s that I had that downloaded. Hmm. You could actually, um, once you download it, you can re-download it. But let's say you never got a chance to download it. Yeah. Those PS3s that have an account that have downloaded that actually go for a couple hundred dollars on eBay. Really? Yeah, because people like, you know, because once you buy it, you, yeah. whether it's free or not, you, you own still it. can read it. Exactly. But yeah, that's my, that's my honorable mention. Like, that game looked awesome. So, Mike, what's your honorable mention? My honorable mention was actually Doom. Like, 2016 or original? Tw uh, <coughs> 2016 Doom. 2016? Yeah, that, primarily, that's why I wanted to blow up the survival horror. I want to make sure it was scary. Yeah, like, 2016 Doom was actually like, it was a good jump scare game. Yeah. I thought it was funny how many lists, because I was looking around, after I had come up with most of my games, I was like, what else, do, what, what do other people think is a good scary game? And Doom was on every list. And I was like, for scary? Because, and this is, spoiler alert, I a lot of the games that I actually like, knee-jerk reaction to with scary games <clears throat> were games where you're not necessarily like overpowered 
Right. Whereas Doom really feels like, yeah, you might come across an enemy that's like going to overpower you, but you can just muscle through most of the You games. don't feel vulnerable necessarily. Exactly. You just feel weaker. Because then you end up with games like Alien Isolation, for instance, where you Hugely. you cannot kill the alien. Right. Or at least for most of Or like Nemesis from Resident Evil 3, that's the overpowered guy that just follows around the whole game. Yeah. And it's just scary as hell, because yeah, you can't... Win. You never know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's terrifying. Anyway, yeah, that was my honorable mention. Caleb? My honorable mention. I didn't really rank mine because uh, I don't do a whole lot of horror games. So which but, one's like, yeah, which But one? the one that would be my honorable mention, uh, not a horror mo- uh, game per se, but it's, it's a jump scare startle game for sure. And it's spooky. It shouldn't be, but it is. It's from the Wii U uh, Game and Wario for the Wii U. It's one of the mini games in it, and it's called Gamer. And uh, the premise the of the game... gamer spelled G-A-Y-M-E-R? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> And, and, uh, it's and with a PH, too. Oh. But, uh, <laughs> it's silent. But um, basically, the premise is you're a little kid playing the portable video game in his room mm-hmm. when his mother has told him to go to bed. And yes, I played so that on our demo. In, in bed playing the game, and you have to actually play the little mini games on the gamepad. Meanwhile, the TV screen is your bedroom. Yeah. And your mom, for whatever reason... Rather than being a sweet, nice little lady, she's like this horrible, demonic thing. So, like, she, uh, she'll slam open the door and, like... She it, appears on the TV screen yeah, and, like, she, like the makes a scary noise and she jumps out at you and she literally crawls through the TV screen. It turns all staticky and she crawls through it into your room. But it starts off with just, like, opening the door. Yeah. And then quickly she's, like, possessing the TV. Yeah, and she doesn't what hurt the heck? you or whatever, but you have to play the game and then whenever oh, she, she comes she in, hurts you, you'll be she comes in to catch you, you have to hide... And then you can't see or whatever, and your battery dies. This whole time, though, yeah, you're playing games. Yeah, so you have to play the mini games on the gamepad and not get caught by the mom. So that sounds—it's like a double game. If it if, if it was themed differently, it would be horrifying. Yeah. But even with the theme, it's spooky. It's still, like, yeah. Caleb the first thought was like, "Whoa, what's going on?" And we're like, "You're playing a game." And your mom's <laughs> watching. And you're like, "That's not my mom." <laughs> Wait, is yeah. your mom supposed to be dead in the game? No, is she just doesn't want whole... you staying up past your bedtime. So it turns into, scary. like, you know, an evil zombie demonic witch lady. Nah, man, that With doesn't sound cool. light coming out of her eyes. Seriously? Yeah. yeah. It's creepy. No, your Spooky. mom was dead. That's the point of the game. That's the lore of the game. You know what the, you know what the point of the game is? It's called nihilism. You're already dead. Oh, shit. Brought to you by Sylvia Plath. <laughs> How did you die? In the air vent. I think it's funny. Anne Rand died on government assistance. Isn't that the best? Oh, she's the worst. I want Andy Ryan to go back in time and be like, you have not earned this by the sweat of your brow and just kick her out of the room. <laughs> and then yell capitalism while he stabs her repeatedly. I'm just kidding. That's terrible. Wow. I just, I think that Andy Ryan could have gotten the nomination of a certain party if he would have ran this election. The yeah. fact that that's a possibility scares me. He's charismatic enough, that's for sure. This force does not belong to you. No, it belongs to the government. Andrew Ryan's baby scary. I actually had a friend named, um, I won't say his name, but you know what I'm talking about. He actually, like, really thought he was a cool person. Andrew really? Ryan? Yeah, like, he was like, this guy's pretty cool. Wait, was his... Yeah, Andrew Ryan's not the bad guy. It was Vance. Oh, shit. <laughs> There's a tragic hero. <laughs> <laughs> On all the lists of most complicated ways to kill yourself. (laughs) 
All right, so um, we didn't really discuss this, so we're going to have a quick aside while you guys pretend we're listening to elevated music. Do you guys want to go through each list individually, or do you want to be like 555, 444, I actually don't have mine ranked, so... Okay. Well, I'm going to go first, then, because I think I'm the one that ranked them. Okay. Uh, my number five was Remake, the Resident Evil 1 remake that was released on the GameCube. Superior version. Not really, because now there's an HD version, but... Originally a GameCube exclusive because... Really? Do graphics matter to you that much, Jeff? <laughs> that was not um, able to be put on the PS2. Oh, yeah? The PS2 was way less powerful than the GameCube. Interesting. Yeah. That was... That, that's another conversation. But that's why people were like, if Nintendo just made a really powerful system, then they'd have the... The GameCube didn't do well. Yeah. And it was super powerful and had third-party support. Huh. So whenever we yell at Nintendo, they're like, guys, we did that. You didn't buy that system. Oh, man. But yeah, um, so Remake, Resident Evil 1 Remake, um, obviously my favorite version is on the, the current gen because it's in widescreen and HD, and some of the textures were actually better in the original, because yeah. the way they did the remake, but yeah, still really good. It's a 1996 game, it still has the cheesy voice acting overall, I think they re-recorded some of it, but it's still got the cheesy touch, it's still a great game. Um, the newest, newest version doesn't have tank controls, hmm. so you move the way you want to walk instead of going like a tank. Like, modern movement? Yeah, like, like game's been doing since a little bit after that game came out. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, um, Caleb doesn't like Resident Evil because he likes to move and shoot at the same time, which I'm with you, buddy. I understand. Yeah. Yeah, I liked it when I, when I was younger, when they were current, um, but I never owned any the of them. The controls rate didn't, didn't You know, so I, I basically, I'd play them for the night with a friend who had it, and I'd be like, ooh, this is spooky, scary fun. But I never invested much time into right. it until like later, like adulthood, and just going back. Yeah, it's just not as intuitive since I've been playing modern games for the yeah. past ten years. Even. Yeah, <clears throat> sometimes that's the biggest transition. Like graphically, sure, whatever. I can at least like pull myself out of my critique of stuff. But if a contr- if controls are just difficult to get into, like when we went to try and review Doom. The original Doom. It's hard. That was the worst. Because yeah. I was just like, I need to be able to move my mouse and shoot stuff. And well, I and even the way he walks. He walks like he's on a souped-up Segway. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> shit. You're just like, dude, calm down. Yeah. And his defense, there are demons everywhere. Or aliens, depending on... How Your you interpretation? Game. Yeah. You know what the real demon is, is you. I'm just kidding. Mike was passed by a church fan today. just flew right around him. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. It was a Free Will Baptist fan. And oh. I was like... You know what? You were not destined to make that decision. You made it of your own accord. <laughs> and I was like, Mike, they're probably listening to Ludacris. Let us pick some of those to roll out. Anyway, number four for me was Condemned Criminal Origins. I love that game. I actually just did a review of it a couple last week, but it went up today. And um, I like that game. I'm hoping that Caleb probably won't play it, but Mike hopefully will. Oh, I'm, I'm definitely going to give it a try. It. It's got a really good atmosphere. It has inspiration from Silence of the Lambs and Seven. Wait, was Condemned the one that uh, Rockstar made? No. Or was that... That was... Condemned the same developer that made Shadow of Mordor. Oh, Monolith? Yeah. Yeah. Really good developer. What Very atmospheric, spooky, scary, awesome, cinematic. It's great. What was the third person game that uh, had a similar, like, craziness to it? I think you're thinking of Eternal Darkness? No. Sandy Requiem? No. I'm not sure. I don't remember. Rockstar... Oh, you're thinking of Evil Within. No. That was made by Publisher Bethesda. No. No. Uh, it was a Rockstar game that they made. Um, you played a criminal... Manhunt? Manhunt. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Manhunt. Because there was, was some... also on the Wii. 
Yeah, Manhunt yeah, actually yeah. was a game that they took a lot of the melee animations uh, when they ended up releasing the hatchet in Grand Theft Auto Five. Because oh, okay. there was like some kills where like when you go up behind somebody and like get your hatchet stuck in their head, people were like, "That's the exact execution animation from Manhunt." I've heard Manhunt's very good. I've heard so too. Let's check yeah. it out. Um, number three for me. This is one that's probably gonna raise a couple of eyebrows, perhaps mine, not really. Uh, Medieval for the PlayStation One. You play as a Sir Daniel Fortescue. <laughs> you have one eye. Your teeth look like a Bishon Shih Tzu's. Up from the top, and you were in this big battle, and then you were actually killed. Never got to battle, but people thought you were like a big part of it. It was like statues of you. Really, you died pretty quick. But anyway, you get resurrected later when this evil warlock resurrects all the dead and evil outside the village. But you happen to be in that cemetery too, and um, uh, you basically get a chance to redeem yourself because you're back to life too, and you fight to kill this warlock and save this village. And it's Really cool gothic kind of spooky scary game. It's got very like creepy music, but kind of like whimsical too. It kind of feels like. Yeah, when I played that, it was really fun. You remember that? It was yeah. a good like uh, hack and slash kind yeah, of. Yeah, very fun. It's not it's not scary, but just the the kind of gothic atmosphere. It was actually on my uh, Halloween demo disc. Yeah, it was a good Sony Halloween Magazine. game. Nice. That's awesome. My grandma got me a pair of khakis for my birthday, and I went, oh, "This sucks. Just close." And then she handed me that too, and I was like, "Oh, sorry." <laughs> if I was the grandparent that handed my kids something that I actually thought was like practical and then they were like just this I'd grab whatever it was that I bought that was impractical and just be like trash can did I tell you what my uncle did speaking of that kind of thing no I uh, opened up some of my presents my aunt and uncle were home the year I lived with them because I was trying to see if I got Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic we're going to age the story immediately I was in 7th grade and I wanted to know if that's what I got and I was like all I have to see is the copyright because if it says copyright LucasArts and it's got the new game yeah you know, it's KOTOR too. Yeah. So I opened up the back by feeling around the case. So this is the bottom of the game probably. And I pulled it up and I looked and was like, yeah, LucasArts. Cool. This is KOTOR too. And uh, then I just kind of taped it shut. I was like, I'll never know. Christmas morning came a few weeks later. Opened up all our gifts. And then I got that one last. I'm assuming unintentionally. And it was Star Wars The Clone Wars. It came like a couple years ago. And I was really like, I looked up like, wait, what? And he's like, yeah. That's what you wanted. And I was like, okay. Cool. And I couldn't say anything, because I was like, I can't be like, I opened that early. You guys suck. Anyway, um, about an hour or two later, my uncle knocked on the bedroom door and just threw a present at me and told me to open it. And I opened it. And he was like, I was going to return that, by the way. Your aunt might have come in here and get that to you, because you don't need to get kicked on this early in life, because you're just going to have to do later. And I was like, sorry. <laughs> and I was like, that was a good lesson. I was just like, holy crap. And uh, he's right. Uh, life does like to kick me. Yeah. <laughs> So that um, sounds like what my parents did to me about lying. Did I tell you about that? Uh -uh. So elementary school, I used to lie pathologically. Like if I wasn't stealing something, I was probably lying about stealing something. Because of video games. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, actually, it's I that damn Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> <laughs> I that was my parents wouldn't even let me get close to a system that played Grand Theft Auto, let alone play it. Um, but yeah, no, I I lied so much when I was a kid. And my mom actually finally got fed up with me about it. And she, uh, she told me that if I got good grades, uh, like turned in all my homework assignments, got good grades on all the assignments, that we would go get ice cream immediately after school. So I'm super pumped because I just got my little mini report card for that month. And I had good scores on it. And I was like, I knew that this was going to guarantee me that ice cream. 
So we get in the car, and I'm pumped. She, you know, knows the deal, I thought. So she starts driving. We keep going right past the ice cream parlor, and I'm like, aren't we going to get ice cream? And she goes, no. And I was like, but you said that we would. And she goes, yeah, I lied. <laughs> and I was like, what? That's like some Arrested Development shit. Yeah. And it was just, it was so mind-blowing. And she was like, later on in the night, obviously, she didn't try to sting me that quickly. But later on in the night, she was just like, so now do you understand why everybody gets hurt when you lie so much? And I was like, yeah, that was awful. She goes, now imagine that all the time. And I was like, oh, shit, just blew my little mind. You know what you should have done? Huh? In fact, when you get a time machine, go back in time. I'm going to give you a burn. Yeah. Go back in time and go, hey, Mom, I love you. And then go, I lied. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh! That would be brutal. Good night, uh, Mom. I hope you survive the night. Yeah, but whose parents ended up being the coolest? That's true. <laughs> it's just funny. Psych! Okay, if my parents ever even fathom listening to this podcast, you guys were the best. I love you guys so much. <laughs> I'm just saying, you guys taught me some lessons the hard way. Hey, Mom. I envy Batman. All right. Oh! Oh, shit! All right. Uh, number two, Resident Evil 4. I couldn't put it at the top because it's... Ironically, it's the survival horror game that just, like, broke survival horror. Because it wasn't super-duper survival horror. But it was one of the most most incredible action games ever. Like, it's inspired everything. Yeah. Like, Gears of War, its camera angle is like that because of Resident Evil 4. Hmm. Like, everything was like, holy crap. That game won, like, All the every awards. award. Yeah. And it's really funny. Quick side note. Um, that was intended to be a GameCube exclusive, but it was ported to literally everything later. Not immediately, but um, PS2, about a year or so later, and it sold well and stuff. But just Capcom and everybody was like, we can make more money off this. This game's amazing. Come on. Yeah. The developer, the guy at the top, who actually, I think he was the creator of Resident Evil. I know he's high up, though. He said, this game never ends up in another system. I will cut my own head off. Later, they made some obscure, kind of like, goofy racing game. I forgot the name of it. But there were these animals that ran through this track, and one of the unlockable characters was his head. Oh, my God. And it was kind of his little joke. But anyway, yeah, Resident Evil 4... If you haven't played it, go play it now. It's kind of like Doom. It runs on everything. It's not run. It's, it's ported everything. Eventually, it'll be on everything. <laughs> it doesn't run on everything. It doesn't run on your coffee. But makers. supposedly, it'll work. <laughs> it's, it won't run on your printer screen like Doom will on a toaster. <laughs> and the number one for me is Dead Space. Dead Space is just terrifying. Wait, which one? And the first one. Okay. Like, they're all probably... I haven't played two and three yet. They're probably yeah. all good, but oh my god, the first one. And we do with that surround sound, behind me, I'll just hear like... 
I'm just like, and when you have a cat and a scary game and surround sound, they just go like this. They just look left like, oh my god, there is something in the house right now. Audio media, Josh. What happened? Oh, he just kind of craned his neck left. It was just looked like, just holy shit, what's... What's the other side of that? Well, he did with Resident Evil, too. Because remember, most of our listeners aren't doing the... The ping pong the ping balls. balls. Yeah, on their eyes. You can hallucinate if you do that. You have to cut a ping pong ball in half, put the halves over your eyes and tape them shut, and then you have to go into a dark room, and you have to put on um, a static white noise. Right. And if you have a strobe light, that also works. And after, like, 20 minutes, you'll start hallucinating. Anyway, that's the preferred... It's like when people say, watch Star Wars and Laserdisc. That's how you should experience our podcast. Anyway, so that's my list. I, I love survival horror. Um, but yeah, Dead Space. Like, I'm actually going to say something controversial. Not because I'm Howard Stern. Because I'm BuzzFeed. Oh, gross. I'm just kidding, I hate Howard Stern. Alright, anyway. Um, I think Dead Space is what Doom was trying to do. Doom 3. Like, mm. put yourself in the middle of Dead Space and just think about it. I feel like that's what Doom was trying to do. Yeah. But because Doom had to kind of be shootery too... Yeah. I think it kind of craned too far to the left where it was supposed to be originally. But I guess what they wanted to do was make this immersive, creepy-ass game, and instead you just went corridor to corridor with people going, Ugh, uh, uh. Yeah. And it was still fun. Don't get me wrong. I love Doom 3. <laughs> it was good. But, like, dude, Dead Space. Holy shit. Yeah, Dead Space was fun. I also like calling it Dad Space. Just picture that. I want to make a PC mod where the Necromorphs are just dads going, Hey, is your fridge running? <laughs> just... <laughs> Anyway, jean shorts. <laughs> just jean shorts and sandals and socks on. Tucked in polo shorts. Tucked in polo. Wait, is that what you would actually cut off? It's like you're wearing sandals with socks, you son of a bitch. You just cut the socks. Shoot their off. legs off. <laughs> you just cut the socks off. No, the legs. Oh my god! You just pick their legs up to, to kill them. You just pick their legs up and put shoes on them instead of their sandals. Dad's face. Coming to hopefully Steam Greenlight. The, the executing moves. You know how you die and it's like this big like scene where they like catch you. It's just, is your refrigerator running? You should stop it! <laughs> you just die because the joke is so bad. And then it's Calvin's dad telling you why record players are the way they are, or why the why so many pictures are black and white. Yeah. Because color wasn't around yet. Color wasn't around yet, but what about paint? Well, paint was actually one of the things that did transition. Because yeah. it was a human thing, it wasn't a chemical thing. Yeah. This is just his explanation for the best. Huh. Yeah. That's what I'm doing <laughs> to my children, by the way. Parenting style 101. Calvin's dad. We're not going to do Christmas. That sounds mean. We're doing Christmas. We don't, we're not going to be like, hey, Santa's real. We're going to be like, Santa's a cool thing. Santa was this guy. Well, no, he, I mean, uh, you can still have fun with the movies and stuff. He had, you don't have to think there's a man coming down your chimney to enjoy yeah, Christmas. Yeah, I'm not doing Santa. I'm doing My Santa grandma always did a birthday cake for Jesus. I was, that was cool. I'm doing Sinterklaas. Mm, I'm going to do Krampus. Yeah. Sinterklaas is my favorite, though. I don't know who that is. Uh, he's the Dutch version. Oh. But we're not going to have him have a bunch of black slaves that deliver the candy for him. That reminds me of The Office. Hmm. Oh, yeah. When oh, Nate absolutely. just gets mad and goes back to the car. Oh, my gosh. They're like, is there going to be a guy in blackface? And, they, and then Dwight's like, no. And he grabs his phone and sends a text. <laughs> um, for uh, our listeners, it's in The Office. It's a funny show. Yeah, you should watch that. If you haven't, why? We'd like to take this moment to thank our sponsor... Craft macaroni and cheese, it's good. Caleb, what are your uh, top five spooky games? My favorite spooky games. Um, well, I mean, I gotta start off right off the bat with uh, Slenderman. 
Really? It was fun. Yeah, I mean, I've never I, done... I did not get into that I've at all. I've never done horror games. How did you play it? Tell how we played it. How did we play it? We brought your computer to the living room, and yeah. you had the surround sound plugged in, the lights, lights were off. off, and a group of your friends, you just take turns doing it. And every time... <laughs> what? That sounds... That sounds... <laughs> doing it. That sounds so My creepy. We're all nailing each the game's off and nobody's playing it. This is with my gamer friends. <laughs> with your gay mer friends. No one's been playing the game. It's just on Wait. in the background. People are just... The music was really, really, it's good, good ambience. Was, was, that, was that the night that you guys weren't playing the game? You were playing each other. Yeah. <laughs> There's one lit candle right <laughs> Just take the wax from the candle. One person's got a slender mascot. <laughs> 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 what the fuck? Slender's got a slender mascot. Yeah. I didn't find the page. So oh, I, yeah. <laughs> so, today I found out Mike played Slender and Left 4 Dead. I'm waiting for you to be like, I played Smash Brothers as a kid, but it sucked. I didn't have any friends. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, that's, got really, that's, uh, that's true. Uh, this uh, portion of the podcast is brought, Mike... Brought to you uh, by Zoloft. This portion of the podcast is brought to you by the Suicide Hotline. Don't do it. Dirty. Make sure to do it clean. Spread out something first. You don't want to leave a lot for your family members to have to clean up. If you're going to jump off a building, trampoline at the bottom. Or just like, tie yourself in a garbage bag. Yeah. Just kind of roll off the edge. Uh, if you can get your hands on some cement, uh, the mob way of doing it is actually... If you don't have the leg strength to actually lift your legs in the cement over the edge of the bridge, get a friend to Dude, help. in Fargo, they bury somebody in hot asphalt. Yeah, you told me I about told that. I told you, yeah. Like, they're, like, drilling this guy. They're, like, not, like, slender. But they're talking to this guy. <laughs> they're talking to this guy about... They're just drilling this guy, and he's like, I don't even want to be alive anymore. Hot asphalt. No, they're, uh... They're talking to him about, uh... They're interrogating him for information. He, like, literally spills everything. And then he just like snaps, like, okay, back the truck up with the asphalt. He's, he's laying in a hole. Yeah. And he's like, I understand. I told you anything you know. And he's just like, yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks. And then they just. And the whole time he's laying in a hole that he had. How did we know about this? Fargo. Oh, in the movie? Yeah. No, in the, in the season in the two TV, TV show. show. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, spoiler alerts. They've Ooh. seen that. that Hopefully. No. I haven't. I haven't. I saw the first season, it was pretty good. I saw parts of the second All season. Alright, I'm going to throw a wrench in everybody's plans. And when I say that happened in Fargo, that happened in Care Bears. So hey, Care Bears got dark. It did. It, did that have a really fun, gritty reboot? <laughs> Tell me about the plot of this, Josh. I gotta get you to invest in this story because I actually am now interested because I had the Care Bears songs memorized when it's I was It's not really there. that much to explain. Basically, Shrek showed up because he got evicted from the swamp, and then he made all the Care Bears just buried. Wait, was he asshole. evicted after the divorce? Yeah. Oh, shit, man. So he's in a rough spot. Yeah. But they're not actually, like, bears, like animals. They're portrayed by humans. Oh, it was gay bears. I gotcha. No, no, they're just really hairy, muscular dudes who hang out. And, like, doing other dudes. I gotcha. But it's gritty. And the color scheme, it's it's really, like, gray. Toned down. Zack Snyder directed. There's a lot of slow motion. Hmm. What happened is Shrek came up to the clouds with the Care Bears around, and they were all there playing Slender. He was like, no... Wait, playing Slender like Caleb plays yeah. Slender? Oh, okay. It's really good for the audience. Oh, so that's where the the, the Care Bears. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I see what it is. Yeah. Okay. 
But yeah, so that was your... That was, your that was one of them, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> one down, a few more to go. Uh, I love the Amnesia games. Yeah. Uh, oh, I haven't played those. Dark Descent and... Those are, you can't fight, those. You can't fight, can you? Yeah, yeah aren't you powerless? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, much like that. Um, Slender, same concept. I think I like those types of games because they're short, they're scary, and you don't have to invest. You can just... I want to be really spooked out for an hour. And be done with it. That's awesome. You know, so more so than like the Evil Within or Resident Evil or these longer survival yeah, horror yeah. games that you have to commit to. It's just like uh, that's spooky. I can't keep playing a spooky it's game like before it stresses me out and I have to set it down. You know, isn't um, that kind of? It's hard to get the pacing right on games like yeah, that too. Exactly. Whereas if you can just parse it out to just be like, here's the setting, survive. Done. Like Outlast, really cool. Same concept oh, yeah. too. You can't really fight back in it, um, and it was really spooky, really well made. I just it stressed me out too much to really invest scary. too much time. So it was it was a little too scary for me. Um, I really liked the Dead Space games a lot too. Um, I'm gonna have to say Bioshock, even though it's not really a horror. It's, it's a I horror game. almost put Bioshock on my list. I love the, the first Bioshock. Yeah, kind of creepy. Well, think about it. That game was creepier than any zombie game. I don't yeah. want to be stuck down there. Yeah. But like, that game's terrifying. What else? Uh, uh, standard. Remember the uh, musician guy? Yeah, that was all really. That section good. alone earns mm-hmm. it a horror rating. Remember that part? Mm. He's just like, oh, little moth. I really take a picture. I really want to check out Soma. I haven't gotten a chance mm. to play that yet, but it's made by the Soma same was, people who made it. Soma's Asia. actually uh, one of the ones that I wrote down that I didn't end up choosing for my five. It's phenomenal, and the twist at the end. So the the good ending versus the bad ending. Mm-hmm. Radically changes how you like that. Yeah, I really want to check that yeah, game out. It's it's phenomenal. It, I Shyamalan very very strongly recommend it. Gameplay is good. Graphics are good. Story's good. Everything's good. And I'm going to throw out the uh, the obligatory uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. I only played the first one. I yeah, the rest aren't so. Did great. you hear the reason why he's delaying the newest one? No. Nah. It's, it's like, so lame. It's, it's like the it's scary. the hype hype machine. I think yeah. honestly, but I I also wonder if there was some like moral introspection that he's making games for kids and he's trying to add like scary well, he's not content. making it for he knows that's his audience though. yeah he knows that that's who's gotten hooked on this yeah. there's, there's kind of shirts that are like attention. this big really like, yeah oh we that's sell so toys like, I'm like toy no toys. kids should play that game yeah but I guess what, that's what he says is the the newest game is actually too screwed up and he said it's either going to take me months to fix this or I can release it on Friday and so of course everybody was like ah Friday because when you say, "Hey, my game is done," it can come out in a few days. Yeah, people are gonna be like, "I want that." I don't care how fucked up I get because of it. Well, yeah. the adults are like, "I want to play this scary, scary game." Yeah. And the kids are like, "I want therapy." The kids don't know better. Yeah. Oh, one other game, uh, Monstrum. Pretty What's spooky. That? I got it on Steam for dirt cheap. It was on sale, so I just picked it up on a whim, and it was actually pretty good. It's not super polished, but it's really spooky. You're on this like uh, freighter. In the middle of the ocean, completely <gasps> Wait, alone. Wait, was that the one that has the the randomly generated? There's a randomly generated monster. There's a few yeah. different possibilities, and each of them is a little bit different. It sounds like Clock Tower. And basically, guess. you have to fill off a checklist to escape. So there's like a helicopter you can fix up. There's a boat you can fix up. You're trying to get off of this freighter yeah. and avoid the monster. If you make too much noise, it'll come. And the longer you take to solve the puzzle and find the stuff, awesome. it's really the cool. faster it starts to track you, and you have to hide from it. And find everything you need to find to escape, um, and you just die a lot. I haven't been able to successfully get more than like halfway through any of the scenarios. Really? 
But uh, it's really fun, really scary, really difficult. But it's another one of those games where you can't fight back, but it's not a long uh, commitment. You can just kind of play it and be really spooked out for the night and be done with it when you're ready to be done. That's awesome. But yeah, those are those are the games I have to set. You guys ever play Clock Tower? No. Never no. that. It's What's just that? this guy giant scissors, and you can't kill him. Huh. So you're just running around, and kind of like, like Amnesia, but like now, or, you know, Back 1997. Yeah. Yeah. That's really interesting. Neat. Mike, what are your games? Well, I, I should have ended up ranking mine, but I had some trouble deciding which ones I like the best. Um, number one is, is actually pretty easy, Dead Space. Uh, but the problem was I couldn't decide between one or two. I, I think one was great because it introduced us, but two, I think, perfected the formula. I've heard people will prefer two, but I also heard like one's two. scarier and more atmospheric. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. one was also, if I remember correctly, I think one had less people. So, like, you interacted with so, less yeah. people. And, I but the people that you inter- interact with in But two had the, the, the crazy monster <clears throat> space babies that were scary. Yeah. I don't like crazy monster space babies. Yeah, I don't know scary. what those are. Yeah, they were and I also fun. know that the read that it made two a little bit easier because they one did. was just so yeah. hard. It was faster paced, more of a shooter feel to it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I, I uh, Dead Space I think would be number one for me. I love Dying Light. I know it's more of an action game, but it's got some really scary portions. And actually, the fact that it's an open world game and <coughs> if you get trapped out at night, like. It, it gets... It, I, they fun. kept on advertising it like nighttime was going to be so difficult and so much more uh, scary and everything like that. And I was like, bullshit. Like, it's it's difficult to get me scared and riled up. But that was one of those games that definitely ended up pushing the buttons right. Um, I love Dying Light. I, I've obviously talked about Dying Light a bunch because I like the gameplay of it, but... That's yeah, some of these games that overlapped into like our favorite games. Yeah, probably a little bit. Yeah. like Dead Space is definitely in like a top twenty-five for me. Yeah, for sure for me. Uh, I really liked Silent Hill: The Room. Um, which, I, which console is that on? That uh, I played it on PC, PC, so I, I actually don't know what generation. I'm it was sure on. you remember what like I'm trying to remember what time. Oh, I would say that it was on three hundred and sixty because that was when I was playing. A little older. Yeah, it might. Well, it might have been Xbox actually. Now that I think about it. I'm just curious because I've heard that's good. I want to play that. Because that was like 2005, 2006 that okay. I was playing it. Anyway, Silent Hill The Room was actually the one that I played first. Uh, I went back and played other games and I went back and read the comic books. The comic books are phenomenal, by the way. Um, I really liked that, that game a lot. Uh, I didn't like the controls at all, but it introduced you to this world that was so interesting. This surrealist, terrifying... Like it's a really creepy. It's it's universe. very atmospheric, very interesting. I don't know much about Silent Hill, but what I do know, I'm just like, oof. Yeah, it's it's solid. It's very eerie. It's very good. Eerie. Uh, eerie. Alien Isolation is amazing. I actually haven't finished Alien Isolation yet, but every last minute that I've played has been really. Well, that's like Caleb said too. Like that's even fun in a short burst. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely one of those games that you can actually like dive into, play a little while, stop. Did if you, you play need to. Uh, that? Like we played Slender though. Oh, yeah. Alone in my room in the dark. Absolutely. That was the only way to play it for me. Uh, same thing with Doom 3, actually. Doom 3 was one of those games that I, I played in the dark, alone, and scared the shit out of myself. Because it had so many of those popcorn scares where it's just like, Ah, well, okay, there's an alien yeah. that's trying to eat me. I, I think horror games for me are more enjoyable when you're just 
taking turns doing it with a bunch of guys <laughs> in a dark room because I get so stressed out without it. It really yeah. helps me kind of relax. You have to have it. the guy to cuddle with well, you. It's, it's a good release. Release. No cuddling. It's a good release. No cuddling, but... It is a good... It's a great release. Yeah, you know, you can kind of... The relief that comes, yeah. Afterwards, you can just be like... <laughs> kind of wipe your forehead off and keep going. Forehead, <laughs> your chin, but yeah. Wow, you know what I mean, though, right? Like, <laughs> when you're just alone, trying to trying to beat it, and, you know, by yourself, and... In the dark, it, it really little, sucks. It gets a little, oh, a little too much. I've hurt for my me. back doing that. <laughs> too much for me, uh, you know. And I, I, too I get, much for you? Yeah, just like the actual game itself. It's right? a lot to take. Game. It is a lot to no. take. Well, I mean, for the other guys, it doesn't seem that hard for me. Well, it's hard for me, but it's not. Well, you're getting older. You're no, I'm talking about when you're by yeah. yourself, just playing it, you know, by yourself. Yeah. In the dark room, it's too much to handle. So I got to admit, though, it's here. always terrifying when your wife gets home. I don't know why, but it's like just the, the noise and all of a sudden you have to like push yourself back together and you're like, oh, oh, uh, I wasn't scared or right. doing anything. Right. Right. You have to, that's when you wipe your forehead. Yeah. You're like, oh, no, nah, uh, yeah, I wasn't scared at all. Yeah. Anyway, Dead Island. That was a game that I really liked beating the shit out of. Well, that's a spooky, scary game, yeah. too. Yeah. Especially in the gameplay. That's a good example where you're just, like, overwhelmed. There's yeah. zombies everywhere. It's scary. That's, that's actually... a good game to play with friends, but you don't have to take turns. You can all do it at once. Yeah. Yeah, you can get all four people involved. Go all just go to town on the zombies. Yeah. Hitting those joysticks as hard as possible. Gotta, gotta get that thumb movement down. It's, it's difficult to play um, when your hands are occupied. Um... Yeah, a couple of the ones that I ended up not putting on my top five list were Until Dawn, which was actually pretty solid. I want to play that. It looks awesome. It does look awesome. It's it's actually a really solid game. I didn't end up finishing it, and it was funny because a customer came in and was talking about it, and I was like, wait, what? 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 Like, I want I want that. Because I would end up talking about like the VR. characters. Yeah. But it's completely, radically different. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's, in the, it's in the same world. Yeah. yeah. But they were just like, this IP would work with the thing that you guys are going to be releasing in a couple years. Let's start working on it now. I saw IGN's review of uh, Batman VR. Yeah. And it was like, I, it, eh, eh. but he's like, the most fun I had was looking in the mirror and pretending to be Batman. <laughs> <laughs> and I, was just, I just thought of Caleb pretending to be Batman in the Kokiri Forest with the hook shot. Yeah, man. Just being like, I'm Batman. So uh, now I would go to the, the village. Oh. The village. The village. He's like, like I finally got the hook shot and then I was Batman. I didn't want to be yeah. Link. Yeah. I'm Batman. That's hilarious. I also put Fear. Um, oh, yeah. Which was absolutely yeah. terrifying when it came out because that was when the whole, like, uh, little girl with black hair floating around, scaring and eating people or killing people, or whatever, wasn't played out. So it was, like, a little bit more, like, this is a trope, but it's still fresh. Yeah. It hadn't rotted much like the little dead girl. Yeah. Gross. Uh, Soma was amazing. I ended up really 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 liking that that was that was the thinking man's survival horror of the last couple of years i think uh oxen free came up on the lists that i was reading i actually played that with my wife the dialogue is a little bit clunky uh it feels very forced like they didn't actually understand um how teenagers actually speak these days and then limbo i love limbo oh my god oh yeah limbo yeah, is good. It's a good game 
Limbo scared the shit out of me the first time I played because I did not see that spider thing coming at all. Yeah. That's and then amazing. killing the spider a little bit later was great. Yeah, it was very satisfying. So I forgot to put the forest on my list. Oh. You like the forest? Dude, yeah. Oh, I lo- dude, we should play that together. Absolutely. I love the forest. I might have played it at work, I think. I, yeah, okay, so I invested in that game, like, when it was, I don't even remember, it was probably, like, the fourth or fifth update. Mm-hmm. And, of course, that was back when they were still like, hey, we'll do a low-end version where we're not doing, like, really graphically intensive. So they had a laptop mm-hmm. setting for it, which actually ran on my work computer. Nice. Uh, sorry, HP. Uh, so I would end up playing sorry, it at sorry. work. And, of course, it was, like, 20 frames a second at most, thir- yeah. 13 frames at worst. But it was worth it because it was awesome. You died for the first time and oh, wake up man. in a cave. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just like, what oh, is I'm not, happening? I'm not dead dead? Oh, my God. <laughs> what is happening? Yeah, and you have no idea. And yeah. then all of a sudden there's like loot all over the place. And yeah. you're like, oh, this is actually pretty cool. What the fuck is that? And you're like running for dear life. You're just yeah. like, holy shit, I need to get out of this cave. Oh, man. I really love The Forest. That's a game that I think, like, from the first trailer, I was like, that's going to be awesome. Yeah. It, I think it's finally getting to the point where it has reached its potential, though. I haven't played it in a long time. I need to... I haven't either. We should do an update and then see if we can find each other. Those are our horror games, and this episode is brought to you by Shoes, because they'll get you where you're going, wherever that is. Ah, 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 happy Halloween! <laughs> <laughs>